I think it's really interesting how we say the phrase, your character. We talk about building character. We talk about the integrity of someone else's character. We say that we don't like someone with no character, but what do we really mean when we say all of this? Well, we're really talking about the collection of habits that somebody has, specifically regarding their virtues, morals, ethics, and integrity. But it's interesting to me that without replacing any words, you could also describe an actor's fictional character in the same way. I think our language really reflects something there. Character is something that develops organically, but it's also completely within our power to change and create. I want to talk about this today because I think it's really important for everyone, especially younger people, to understand that your character is going to dictate the direction and quality of your life. Lately, I've been talking a lot about how the brain builds maps within itself and how those maps determine the route that your thoughts and behaviors take. Well, character is essentially the outward expression of those maps. What's incredible and also incredibly frustrating about the personal growth journey is that it just it never ends. There's no point where we get to stop and say, wow, I made it. It just keeps going and going and going. Even if you give up and stall out, you still have to live stuck in that same place until you die. And I get really frustrated watching people leave school and just stop moving forward. I see this with a lot of people in their 20s, but even people in their 30s and 40s as well. I don't really understand this cultural phenomenon where people, they, they get a decent job that pays the bills and they have a few nice things and then they all they worry about is maintaining that bare minimum and doing all the things that you're supposed to do, like starting a family. Not to say that starting a family is bad or you shouldn't do it, just that why is that the only thing that people focus on, especially people that just, you know, they don't leave the house, they don't do anything, and they're not working on themselves. It doesn't make sense to me. We have so many young adults living this lifestyle, and I don't think they understand the effect that it has on them. That's, that's the other thing. Humans are not meant to stand still forever. We're not meant to live our lives doing the bare minimum. We're, we're not supposed to become stagnant, and we're definitely not meant to spend our lives engrossed in superficial entertainment. We all have so much potential as individuals and as a species, and we know this deep down. I think that a large part of the reason that so many young adults are struggling with depression and anxiety is largely to do with the lifestyles that they live. Nobody wants to hear that, of course, because it, if it's true, then it means that you have to actually change if you want to fix anything. But, I mean, God forbid I say that, but you're going to have to do some work and make some tangible changes. You can't change anything in your, in your life until you take responsibility for where you're at. If you tell yourself that everything is happening to you, then you take away any power that you had from that situation. The reality is that while there are, there's a lot of external factors that we'll never be able to control, we always have the power to decide how we'll react to those situations. You're born when you're born, and sometimes it's an advantage, sometimes it's a disadvantage. Can't do anything about that. Growing up in this society, we're, we're surrounded by negative people, people who aren't going anywhere in life, people who actively are out to get us, and everywhere in between. We cannot control that. We cannot control other people in our lives. It's very difficult to become an adult and already know what you want to do with your life. It's difficult to get started on your own, and it's difficult not to get stuck in the 9 to 5 trap. I get that. It, it's, a, it's tough to be a good person in this culture sometimes. People are selfish. Um, there's not a whole lot of good role models, and we can just forget about dating with any real intention, but that's the society that we live in, and it is what it is. We can't change any of this. What we can do is change ourselves. We can choose not to fall into this trap. It's hard, but it's also worth it. I meet people all the time who seem like they genuinely have their lives together, and I think, okay, if they can do it, so can I. 
Everybody looks at it all wrong. They either hope and pray for their situation to change on its own, or they try to skip ahead a few steps and to get to the good stuff right away. But it doesn't work like that. You create change in your life by making those little adjustments. When you're driving, if you align your steering wheel straight, you'll go straight. But if you turn that wheel even a half an inch in either direction before you know it, you're way off course. And it doesn't seem like much of a difference to you, but when you're going 65 miles per hour down the interstate, it doesn't take long for you to cover a lot of ground and to notice that difference and to notice what, what a huge difference that, that small little correction makes. The problem is that life doesn't move at 65 miles per hour. A lot of times it seems like it moves closer to five, honestly, and we, we really just kind of crawl along. And since we're not moving quickly, it takes a long time to see the effects of those little changes in action. So since we don't see the results immediately, most people quit way too early or never even begin. And what's more, by the time we do notice the accumulated effect of heading in the wrong direction for too long, even if it's that little half inch off course, we're way off course by that point. And it can be extremely difficult to get back on track because you're still moving at five miles an hour. It's not an instantaneous change, usually. You don't want to wake up one day and realize that you've wasted your life. So the way that we get on track is by focusing on all those little things that just, they don't seem important yet, but they really are. We create our character every day with each decision that we make. It's not, it's not about just wanting more out of life. It's about demanding more from ourselves. When we make habits that don't align with our vision of the future, we live in a state of constant frustration and disappointment. We may want a loving relationship. We may say we want a loving relationship, you know, with a certain type of person, a certain quality of person. But if we never build ourselves into someone that that type of person would want to be with, we don't stand a chance. They're, they're out of our league. We may say that we want financial security, but if we, have, if we have bad financial habits, no amount of money in the world is going to help because we won't be able to keep it no matter what we get. If we want to be likable, but we never learn how to consider how we come across to others from their perspective, it's not going to happen. And I chose those examples for a reason, specifically. There's a lot of really important things that were never really taught in school or just by the people in our lives in general. I used to get really frustrated by this and wonder, why are we not taught financial literacy, um, how to choose a good partner, how to get, you know, court said partner, how to develop good social skills, you know, all these valuable life skills that you know, that's what people care about. They don't care about the, you know, how to find the area of a triangle. They care, like, how do you get money and, you know, date somebody that you're, you're happy with? But we don't learn that stuff growing up. We learn by example, but most of the people that we have as examples aren't really the best role models. We, we, they don't have what we want nine times out of ten, unless you're lucky. And, I mean, if you are, then great. But even those people, they tend to take it for granted, and they don't necessarily pick up on the skills. So it's like, what's going on here? And eventually what I realized, though, is that... Um, the secret that adults try to hide from us growing up. And I realize this because I am now this adult trying to hide it from everybody else. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. We just, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we just don't. So we, we have to figure it out as we go. And that's fine. We're, we're not going to be perfect, but that's, that's okay. It's, it's not bad. It's not a bad thing. We just have to do the best that we can every single day and go from there. That's all we can do. It's okay if we go to one extreme or the other, if we, if we overcorrect, if we, if we make a mistake, as long as we learn from it and, and we're, we're doing it with intention and we're trying to get better, it's fine. You can consciously choose the direction of your life by the character that you build. You're like an actor and you, you get to create your own script every single day. The choices that you make determine what that character looks like. 
and the cameras are always rolling they don't stop so it's actually pretty simple to, to accomplish anything all you have to do is figure out what that role you want to play looks like and, and like actually decide which role you want to play and then work on creating that character that belongs in the part you're the writer you're the producer you're the actor you're the star of the show but the problem is that most people don't make their lives a good show remember that your beliefs and your thoughts by themselves are not enough to create this character you can believe that something's wrong but if you do it anyway you're not any better off than somebody who doesn't believe that it's wrong aristotle said that excellence is a habit not an action and the habits that you um that you create those are the things that end up creating your future and they're just a reflection of the character that you that you have built for yourself so it's really important to pay close attention to everything that you let yourself get away with to all those little mistakes that you make it's important one of the things that um, I read recently going through Aristotle's work that I liked a lot, he talks about how um, morality and, you know, the, the just person is, is in between two extremes. They're, they're, they're the temperate being, basically. So if you're prone to an excess of anger, uh, or excuse me, so if, if you look at like a spectrum of anger and you see somebody who's very, very, very angry all the time and they're, you know, they're flying to rage at the smallest um, provocation and then you look on the other end of that spectrum as somebody who's very very passive they have no anger but it's to the point where they have are basically a coward they don't have any you know they don't have the guts to stand up for themselves they, they they won't take action they don't have that emotional drive to you know stand up for themselves so you know the the right path according to him is basically that you find the middle between those two where you're never a slave to anger you're not controlled by it but you're also not, um, but you also have enough of it that where it, it's useful because it's not good to be on either extreme, um, one or the other. And the way that he says to find that, which I thought was really interesting, something I've been trying to apply since I read it, is basically that you figure out which one you have more trouble with. So if you're a very, very passive person, you, you, would, you would look at that, like, that's what I have trouble with. I'm not angry enough. I'm not standing up for myself. And then you overcorrect a little bit on the other side. So... It's not good to be closer to one side than the other, but it's much better. Like if, if you're somebody who is constantly having issues with their anger and you decide, well, I'm going to err on the side of passivity. I'm going to let a couple people walk over me here and there and I'm going to be I'm going to be calm to a fault. And it's like because you train the opposite of your natural reactions and it's going to depend on your temperament and everything. And he says, well, it's not good that you're too far on one side, but it's much better that you're too far on that side out of um, intention because you're choosing to because you're improving yourself than if you were just that's your inclination and you're basically just a wild animal and you can't control it and that applies to everything that applies to anger that applies to greed to selfishness to lust to laziness whatever else you can imagine so that's definitely it took me a while to get through his book it's very <laughs> it's very very heavy reading um, but I'm glad I stuck with it because there's there's a lot of really good information in there and I'm probably going to have those pop up as themes every now and again. But remember, you're not going to see the wrong character in the wrong role, in the, the wrong part of your life. Life weeds out those characters the same way an audience was. If you see somebody who clearly does not belong as a character in a, in a TV show or whatever, you don't keep watching that show because it doesn't make any sense. Or you, they complain and they write the network or whatever. If you want to be the hero in your story, play the hero. But just understand that the hero has to accept challenges. They have to go on adventures. They have to confront their demons to, they, to grow, to train, and challenge themselves. So if that's the role that you want to play, live it. You know, choose it every single day. Whatever that role is, 
And it's up to you to create it. It's up to you to decide because everybody's going to want something a little bit different. And that's fine because that's what makes life interesting. So build your character, guys. Reach out to me if you have any questions. Thanks for listening. Good luck.